0: Hello, you're listening to A Little Bit of Largon, a podcast exploring ways of finding more balance in each and every aspect of your life. Living a life less rooted in excess and extremes and focusing on sustainability can not only support your own life, but the well-being of others and the planet too. Balance is a process and will look different for all of us. But through reflecting on our actions, our perceptions and considering alternative possibilities, we can uncover ways to live a more sustainable, ethical and meaningful life. My name is Marla and in this first episode, I basically just want to explain why I'm starting this podcast and what the term lagam actually means, how I stumbled across the concept and what I want to focus on within these podcasts. I also wanna say what I hope it can bring each of those who listen to it, and I'll also briefly say a bit about who I am and why this concept of lagom resonated with me and impacts on the way I try to live. So lagom is a Swedish concept and philosophy. It doesn't really have a direct translation into English, but it roughly translates to a little bit and not too much. It's adopting a moderate choice between two extremes and For me, what really resonates is this idea of balance and finding balance in all aspects of your life. Another belief at the root of Largam is supporting a way of life in which everyone can have access to the same rights and benefits. By taking only that which you need and not exceeding or exploiting, then you leave space for others in the community to access those needs. Largum prioritises the joy in your experiences and how you live your life as opposed to short-lived joys in excessive material consumption that aren't really built to last. A few years ago, my sister, she bought me a book which she very rightly knew that I would love and the book was called Largum, and it was written by Linnea Dunn. I think that's how you say her name. Um, hopefully I got that right. <laughs> I'd never actually heard of the term but after reading the book, it resonated with me so much and it really stuck with me. I think it also led me to maybe subconsciously read other books that also seemed to come back to this root of balance and sustainability, something that really is so important in my life. I struggled to find how I could best share this with other people and help others and help them find that in their life. Yeah, there's so much that I think Lagum can offer into our lives if we just take a bit of time to see how it can support the way we live, so that it's something I really wanted to explore in this podcast. I've always had quite an all-or-nothing personality, I've always been a bit of a perfectionist, and I want to put all of my energy into something, and try and complete whatever it is to the best of my ability. And although I think this can be useful when it's focused in a positive direction, and done so moderately, It can also be quite detrimental and it's definitely taken me to some darker places and I think for this and quite a few other reasons um, the importance of finding balance it really has so much value and whether it's in relation to your working life or personal home life, spending habits, eating habits, mental and physical well-being and of course the relationship to the environment and living sustainably. All of these areas overlap really and I really do believe that exploring where the balance lies for us can really be part of the solution to a lot of problems, like overconsumption of commodities, exploiting the environment, and even when tackling injustice, trying to improve well-being, and trying to live a bit more compassionately. The environment it is something I'm so passionate about and it's something I'm probably going to talk about quite a lot in some of the podcast episodes. And I think if we can find more of a sense of balance in different parts of our lives then it really would make such a difference taking us away from this kind of disposable consumerist culture that really is quite damaging and yeah instead focusing on making things last and taking the time to invest in things and you then kind of value them so much more I also I want to be really transparent in this podcast and in saying that, I'm still in the very early stages of my career, and as for so many of us in this time, there's, there's so much instability and uncertainty. But I also do want to recognise there are many ways in which I am very privileged, and I don't want to ignore that either. So I want to be clear that what I share in these podcasts, it will be based on my personal experiences, and also the experiences of others that I will be talking to in some episodes, And I really just want to offer what can be useful information and that can realistically be applied in your life if it feels relevant and of benefit to you. And after all, I feel like starting somewhere is better than not starting at all. So the reason I base this podcast on the Largum notion is because I want to share ways that I've tried and I'm still exploring how to find more balance in my life the thought processes behind that and what I'm learning along the way. I also hope to have conversations, like I said before, with other people um, and how they've found a little bit of lagam in aspects of their life. I also want to delve deeper into more specific areas with practical and realistic ways we can all try and apply the principles that we find useful. And a lot of these areas, they'll be rooted in a focus on well-being, sustainability, insights into veganism and how being vegan has been so crucial in aligning my actions with my values and ultimately to live more mindfully and intentionally. So a little bit about myself. Um, I grew up in a very rural town in mid Wales and have always had quite a strong connection to the natural world. I think this is a big thanks to my parents uh, for taking me and my sister out for walks and teaching us about wildlife. It really made me appreciate it a lot from a young age, and I think that's partly, yeah, why I'm so passionate about environmental sustainability now. It was really such an important part of my family's life, and it's continued to stay an important part of my life. As I previously mentioned, I've always been a bit of a perfectionist and quite self-critical. And very driven to try my best at things and this energy was definitely pulled in a lot of different directions when i was growing up i took dance classes i had passions in music tried hard at school loved sports and i wanted to put as much energy as i could into all of these things and i didn't want to let myself down and i really didn't want to let others down either constantly placing this pressure on myself it, it did lead to a breaking point and that triggered a negative spiral which I became then quite unwell um, for a fair few years and during this time in order to start my recovery I I had to try and find ways that I could find balance and what that could look like in my life and something that I could sustain into the future it's something I'm always going to have to be conscious of and it plays a really crucial part in navigating a place of well-being and to make sure that I don't spiral back to a place like that. So by this time I was in sixth form and I was trying to decide where to go for university and what to do. There were a lot of things I was really passionate about and I wasn't really sure which direction to put this passion into. Deep down I knew that I wanted to pursue a career in dance but The majority of the people around me were advising against this. Um, It was kind of viewed that this option would be some sort of waste of my potential. There was this notion that if I was getting good grades then why would I pursue something that didn't have high academic requirements? As if that was the most important reason you do anything. I think that's a big problem sometimes is that it felt like it was assumed because I was fairly academic, that should mean that that's what I go into, rather than actually thinking where your passions lie. Because I think that's just as important, if not more important. Um, People can be super academic, but have other interests, and vice versa. I'm still in a place where I have a lot of different passions, and I've started to accept that more now, and not see it as a negative I find that I have so many different places I draw inspiration from and they all can overlap and all inform each other and inform who I am, my choices as an artist and my choices as a human being I suppose. Um, I love a term that Meg Kisak, the host of the Courage Makers podcast uses which is this idea of being multi-passionate. I think that's a really lovely way to term it um, and for me Having different outlets for my creativity and different ways to help others is something that's really important. It's just so nice to have different outlets that you can explore and not be limited to one area. Um, I think for me that's also a part of what balance is. I was also considering applying for physiotherapy. I'd always had a strong desire to help other people and I was interested in anatomy. So I applied for both avenues and just kind of kept my options open. I was lucky enough to receive offers from both dance schools and university but making tough choices has never really been my strong point. But eventually I did come to the decision to accept a place at Northern School of Contemporary Dance in Leeds and I feel incredibly grateful to have a family who really fully supported me in that choice despite obviously the instability and lower income that can be associated with a career path within the arts. I also hold on to the reminder that I can always retrain in physiotherapy later in life, but to have a career as a dance artist and especially as a performer later in life would be a lot more challenging so Before I ramble on for too much longer, I then went off to training for three years, which was it was incredibly intense and challenging both physically and mentally, but it was also a really wonderful time, moving to a city and meeting new people from all over the world. it had such a huge impact on shaping my values and the beliefs I hold through exposing me to so many different perspectives and give just yeah just giving me space to question and challenge those ideologies that maybe I hadn't thought much about before for example it was during my training that I decided to go vegan and that's now something that is such a big part of who I am and what my values are And it shifted me from seeing before what I thought was quite extreme to actually a very balanced way of living that really makes sense to me. This time also further reaffirmed to me how crucial balancing different aspects of my life was, especially to maintain a healthy mindset and physicality, which was so important. I was definitely learning this the hard way sometimes through overwork, saying yes to a lot of things. They were things that I really wanted to do and I wanted to help out my peers in projects but trying to fit in all the rehearsals was near impossible and even more so looking back I can see how at times maybe I did overwork myself and I think this was something that my friends could recognise but I very much struggled to. I've always liked having backup plans and I find that's kind of a sense of security. I've I'm constantly learning to accept that I can't control the ins and outs of what happens in my life as much as sometimes I may like to be able to be Um, and it's definitely a challenge to do this but what I've found has helped me is recognising that I can control how prepared I can be for those things and how I choose to perceive the things that happen but again it's definitely something that I'm still working on. Anyway. During training I started to feel a need to find a plan B so I found a way that I could complete my sports massage therapy qualifications alongside training as it was something that allowed me to help other people and challenge my interest in anatomy into a direction that could be useful for others. And also for when I was out of work or if I became injured I already had something in place and it was something that I still felt passionate about which felt really important. I graduated just over a year ago and then went on to do an apprenticeship with a dance company called National Dance Company Wales. In this time I learned so much and yeah I had some really special experiences and lots of challenges. And then the end of this apprenticeship brings us to now in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. And in this time more than ever trying to find balance in everything yeah, we're in amongst so much chaos and uncertainty, overwhelm and worry, um, I just, I think it's so important to find a way to bring some calm and a sense of grounding, appreciating the little things and trying to limit extremes and excesses. I've had to realise through this time as well how much my self-worth is often attached to an idea of productivity, whatever that means, um, which definitely has made it really difficult to slow down and I've really had to look at what downtime means for me and so that it can actually allow me to recharge. I have such an overactive internal dialogue. Passive activities are really a struggle for me. Um, I find I can't really switch off and finding a way to wind down is crucial to balance out the working and at times overdoing that I'm sure we can all relate to. And to be honest I've found that this can actually help lead to the work you do being more efficient because you've given yourself some space away from it to go back with a bit of a calmer perspective. During this pandemic so much reflection and re-evaluation has been happening and I think now more than ever is such an important time for people to start making those shifts not only in their thinking but actually in the actions we take. It's such a crucial time in so many ways. There's so much injustice in the world and we as a society and as individuals forming a community, we have the possibility to change things. And I think that starts from looking inwards at your values and how you live your life and how we can all find ways to live more compassionately, more sustainably and with a bit more kindness. I think that we can give so much more and help so much more And find more joy through finding a bit of lagum, impacting on your own life and those around you, and ultimately the planet too. We are in amongst a climate crisis and still not everyone recognises the vast scale, you know, the detrimental implications of it. We may feel like there's nothing we can do, but I, I think there is so much that we can do. And I hope that that's something that I can also share in these podcasts as well as ways to support physical and mental health and in a way that's realistic and feels more possible to implement. There are so many areas to delve into and explore and find out what a sense of balance can look like and I'm really excited to share those thoughts and conversations with you. So before I bring this episode to a close, I just want to share with you something that I wrote a couple of months ago. I quite often do this thing called free writing or stream of consciousness writing um, where you basically just set a timer for however long you want and then you just write continuously for that time. And I was just reading over something that I wrote and it feels quite relevant to my decision now a few months later to make this podcast and share what I feel can be valuable with whoever's listening. So I just thought I'd read that to you. I want to escape this materialistic world. Mass consumerism, clouded judgments, misplaced priorities. I want to live in the absence of hatred, mistreatment centred around those deemed outside the norm of this moment of dictated societal values. They are not my values, and I'm sure they are not the values of many others either. So why do they hold so much power? Why do we delegate it? I want to help others realise the art of simplicity, of balance, of taking only that which you need, realising the good that comes from helping others, the strength and joy in connections, real human connections, beyond material, more complex and innate, deeper than that which language attempts to express. Why have we become so detached from what is truly important? I think we all need to connect with a sense of undoing, stripping back the layers cast over us by our relation to the society we live. The judgement, the imbued desires, consumerism, greed. Let them go and see what beauty arises in their absence. What a wonderful world that could be. I just want to leave the first episode here and as an end note to say whoever's listening to this, I really am sending my thoughts out to you in such a difficult, turbulent, challenging and very unsettling time. I hope that you're well wherever you are and are finding ways to stay hopeful. If you have any questions or thoughts on the episode or want to send me a message, you can email me on a little bit of lagam at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and speak again soon.